Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. They're zoning defensively right now. Davenport in the key. Brazil with a one-hand dunk. He dunked that one over Jeremiah Gambrell. Gambrell 6-3. Brazil 6-10. That one was not fair. Blake with a rebound. Ahead to Arbogast. They couldn't get the shot away before the horn sounded. They tried to get it to the walk-on. That's it. Hawks take their season opener. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. So we're going to talk about everything in the sports world that is bothering us. And, of course, we want to hear from you. And you can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live fan feedback after me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors. And today we are going to have Josh Braun, uh, thanks to Matt Black, Allstate Insurance, joining us in the 3 o'clock hour. And looking forward to catching up with him because we know that that game against Florida meant a lot to Razorback fans just to win it. You know, historical, first time he ever won in Gainesville. But with Josh Braun and after talking with him last night, I, it, it was pretty incredible to see how much it meant to him, meant to his family to everyone down there and he had some really funny stories to go along with it too so you will not want to miss that interview uh and so be sure to be tuning in throughout the entire show but especially at three o'clock and then two o'clock in the afternoon we're going to have uh curtis wilkerson hawksports.com joining us as you're in the intro we'll recap the razorback basketball game there too and uh get a chance to hear from him firsthand and want to remind everybody too with the at least uh here on out of bounds with our uh, nil guys of not only josh braun but also l ellis both thanks to matt black all-state insurance uh, if you haven't done it yet, if you want to watch, if you haven't watched the live stream, we post the full interviews and with video and everything on our Facebook, on our YouTube, and on our, uh, I guess it's just Facebook and YouTube, because you can't po- post, uh, at least on the, the Buzz Twitter account, you can't post anything longer than 10 minutes, I believe, but on uh, Instagram, too, on our Instagram page, for all 1037 The Buzz. So uh, you can check them out there if you ever miss those interviews, you can view it that way or wherever podcasts are found. So it's amazing the, the technology that we can do and uh, making it happen. And also, I've noticed when talking to both L. Ellis and Josh Braun, they're, they are definitely college kids because they're like, oh, yeah, man, can you uh, can we uh, do this? Can we record at 9.30 tonight? It's like, 9.30? It's like, yeah, yeah, 9.30, man. So someone I'm going to get in. I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah, 9.30 is fine, I guess. But That's not late at all. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not to me. It, it isn't to me because I usually stay up late. But just thinking like of the things I would want to be doing at 9.30 at night, though, uh, doing an interview isn't uh, one of the things that pops up. But, hey, listen, I'm on their schedule, and I'm sure as student-athletes between class and football or basketball and then 
social life and everything, it's probably the only time that they actually get to unwind and chill and have some free time to do it. They'd rather night. do it late at night than early in the morning. They probably say, hey, we can do it at 1 a.m. <laughs> if it's opposed to 6 or 7 a.m. Yeah, probably so. I know when I was in college, I'd rather do it that way. But I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all. But it's good to have them on and good to have it recorded and uh, good to talk with them there. And uh, it was also good last night, as you're in the intro, Arkansas basketball off to a good start. 1-0. You know, you can't go undefeated the whole year unless you go 1-0. And they took care of business against Alcorn State by a final score of 93-59. Nice offensive performance. Arkansas shoots 52% from the field, 40% from three-point land. They hit 12 threes in this game. Go 12 of 30. Uh, did okay at the free throw line at 68%, 25 of 37. But uh, we wanted to see what this team would look like in a real game, how they would look coming off of that Purdue exhibition game. Would they kind of go in with... A little bit of a hangover or maybe feeling themselves too much. But I would say uh, from beginning to end, Arkansas looked pretty good, pretty dominant. It's got sloppy and sluggish there at times. But still, they did what they needed to do against a solid team in Alcorn State by winning 93-59. to Yeah, I, you know, as far as the talk about the hangover, don't necessarily know where that came from simply because of the opponent. It was going to be hard to to have any kind of hangover or look bad against the opponent that you're playing in the next game. Now, of course, yeah, they could have been flying high because they just knocked out Purdue, but playing Alcorn State and nothing, you know, not taking anything away from them, but that is a much lesser opponent than Purdue and then Arkansas. And so we know that these early season matchups, that's what these games are made for, to be able to work things out within the roster, play a bunch of players. You're not going to see this many players play when – um the season really gets going as far as conference play or even this tournament that's coming up. You're not going to see as many players play, but now's the time to be able to get some of that stuff worked out. Yeah, in fact, that's what even Coach Must said after the game last night is uh, being able to play I mean, everybody. Everybody played in this game. I think he, he may have put out uh, Riley Hall and Anthony Ruta out there, Coach Ruta, if that was the case, because uh, everybody got minutes in this game. And the uh, only players that really played, or should say the longest, was uh, L. Ellis and Devo Davis. Devo played uh, close to 24 minutes. L. Ellis played 23 minutes. Trevin Brazil played 22 minutes. But pretty much everybody else played under 20 minutes the rest of the time. And some of them got some really good quality ones. And it was really good to see, you know, a lot of, a lot of things to get into. But it was really good to see Jalen Graham. Because, you know, we had heard that it must have made it sound like, at least after the Purdue game, like, yeah, he may, you know, we don't know what his time frame is or his timetable of getting back. He's been having those back issues. But uh, he was able to go to last night. And really, I mean, did a great job in considering how he's been overcoming an injury. He had 14, played 14 minutes, went four or six from the field, had eight points and eight rebounds, and led the team in rebounds. Now, why is that significant? Because what did we hear about what Jalen Graham was going to have to work on all offseason? Well, the reason that he's coming back and what he's going to have to improve on? Well, it was his rebounding. And I say that if you get eight points and eight rebounds and 14 minutes of play, especially uh, when you've been dealing with an injury, that's a pretty good, nice little start to get back into the swing of things. So was really impressed by Jalen Graham. And, uh, of course, Trevin Brazil looked great. And, and he got Caleb Battle, my goodness. You see why he's uh, everyone's so high on him. 21 points out of the young man in only 20 minutes, less than 20 minutes of play. So uh, they got a lot of options, got a lot of pieces. But it's just good to see some of these guys continuing to figure out their role on the team and what they're going to be like moving forward. Even a guy like Dennis J. Harris, where he's somebody we've heard plenty about a lot of these players on the roster Hadn't really heard much about him, and then you see him get in the game, and you see him being productive when he's on the court. So he's somebody that stood out simply because he's not somebody that everybody has been talking about, and then you see him on the court, and he's really productive. Oh, yeah, I, and that's where, like with Muss, and we'll play some audio from uh, Coach Muss from last night's game and the Razor Hog update and probably throughout the show, but one thing that I, is you could tell in the way he phrased it, I'm not going to try to put words in his mouth, but... He was basically saying in so many words that we have so many players that are high-quality guys that can give us something, that we have this luxury early in this year to where, hey, I know what I'm going to get out of Devo Davis, or I know what I'm going to get out of Trevin Brazil or whatever, but what I have enough of these guys where, okay, it's, there's not these projects where it's like, okay, let's figure out maybe later this season or maybe next year or you know maybe we just need them as a practice player. It's like you got legitimately – 12 guys on this roster that can at least give you something. And so that's what's been so great to see the amount of players get play, playing time. I don't think you're going to see the roster 
moving around and the lineup's moving around like this all season long. But it's just nice, I'm sure, for us to have that luxury where he's like, hey, yeah, I feel great about all these guys giving us something at any given time. It's just a matter of them figuring out in their own way and how they play and in their role how much they're going to be able to contribute to us this year. Over the past two seasons, it's been an issue where you've had three or four players that had to play 35 minutes plus. And with this roster that's in place, it doesn't seem like at this moment that will be that type of issue where you have to have certain players that are playing 35 minutes plus, playing almost the whole game, because you do have other players you can turn to. Now, will it still be some of the same because Musk does have a certain philosophy of how he likes to deal with his rotation. It could still be that, but you do have other players that, let's say if you play you know, players 25 to 30 minutes, then you have options that you can bring other players in and, and you can extend that rotation. Oh, yeah, because there's been games where you have players in foul trouble, the guys that are gassed, maybe guys that are banged up, because even Musk said going to this game apparently, and it – of course, it's just after we get done interviewing him, but L. Ellis, two days ago, they didn't even know if he was going to play last night because he's been uh, dealing with a knee injury. They had an MRI, and it looks okay, but uh, they didn't know how if he was even going to play, and last night, played 23 minutes. So, uh, you know, he was able to, to do some good things. They had uh, Tremont Mark, of course, really efficient. I love Tremont Mark. He might be the quietest guy when it comes to his efficiency, but he, gets, he goes four of six from three-point land last night. Uh, six of eight from the field in just 21 minutes. Uh, and also has three assists and a steal. So, good job out of them. And, we got to, hey, we got to see Bayfall for the first time. We didn't get to see him against Purdue. Got to see uh, uh, Bayfall, which you can tell. He is a freshman. He's got a, a lot of freshman raw ability, but uh, a ton of upside. But between him and also uh, Layden Blocker, who played 10 minutes, a lot of fouls between the two of them. But uh, you, see some, you see some good things out of them. You really do. So, I'm, I'm excited to see continuing to see what this team looks like going forward and the amount of options that they have and, uh, you know, like you talked about, Joe, the amount of uh, players that they have in the minutes that they could share and everything. Makai Mitchell was a guy that was playing at sometimes last year 30-plus minutes in certain games. And he was a guy that was, I think, average 24 minutes a game. I'm not saying he won't this year, but, I mean, he came off the bench and only played three minutes, three and a half minutes. So that's just showing you the difference in uh, where they feel like, not only with the size, but the strength and the experience of these guys against uh, Alcorn State where – they took care of business, and they looked really good. And great to see Muss in mid-season form. Got, got a technical. Very upset last night. And uh, Trevin Brazil got ejected from last night's game. So, yeah, you never want to see that happen where players no. are getting ejected, though. It no. doesn't matter who you're playing against. No. And it, was, it, it wasn't anything malicious. He left the bench area. As we know, that's an automatic ejection because uh, there was a little chippiness at times. I think it was the hard foul that uh, Will Anderson, Willie Anderson had on uh, Caleb Battle. That uh, just kind of an instinct there for Brazil to get off and off the bench, but got ejected for that. And Mus was un- very unhappy with some of the officiating going on there. So uh, I think we—I uh, don't know if I, I can't remember if I said it on the show or maybe I tweeted about it. But I was like, over under the amount of player slash coach ejections for Arkansas this season. I put it at two and a half, and I'm feeling pretty good because I went over. And other people were like, "Oh, come on, that's not gonna be crazy." I was like, "Well." One for one. You said yeah. players and coaches combined? Yeah, for the okay, first season. Well, yeah, I mean, one more and, and it's it. <laughs> yeah, you're it, right it's there. It's over. You're right there. I don't, again, I, I'm not saying that they want them to get ejected and whatnot, but just, you know, sometimes uh, coaches do it to make points, you know, to get their point across. We've seen Musk get ejected from a few games at Arkansas, and he's not the only one. I mean, it, Nolan Richardson was also notorious for it, but uh, it was a great, great game for Arkansas against Lafayette Times, but a fun team. A lot of offense, great shooting, and can't wait to see him in action again this Friday night in Bud Walton Arena against Gardner-Webb, which we'll have uh, the broadcast right here on 103.7 The Buzz. But it's a Trigger Tuesday on Out of Bounds. want to hear from you. What would you make of the Razorback basketball game last night? Feeling good about it? Did you even think anything of it? You know, we'll talk about that. And we'll also get into the NFL game last night, which was disgusting if you're a Jets fan, which I am. But uh, we'll talk about that and some of the updates going on in the sports world. So stay with us here on Out of Bounds on Trigger Tuesday. Are you still on the sidelines? Then it's time you suit up and get in the game. Download Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app, Bet Saracen, today. This 
the Sports Center. In college basketball across the natural state, Wood Rock beat Texas State 71 to 66 to open their season. Former Razorback and Texas A&M Aggie KK Robinson led the way for the Trojans, recording 24 points, four rebounds, four assists, and five steals in the game. Wood Rock plays UIC on Friday. Central Arkansas fell to Tulsa 70 to 53. The Bears play Hendricks on Friday. Arkansas State lost to Wisconsin 105 to 76. They'll play Bowling Green in the MAC Sunbelt Conference Challenge on Friday. Pine Bluff lost to Missouri 101 to 79. Junior guard Kyle Milton from Conway had 34 points on just 10 shots as he shot 15 of 20 from the free throw line. The Golden Lions will host champion Christian in Pine Bluff on Friday. And in college basketball tonight, 20th ranked Baylor will host Auburn at 8. TV coverage for that game will be on ESPN. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Every Tuesday morning during basketball season, you can hear Caliph Battle when he checks in with the guys on Morning Mayhem. It's made possible by Edwards Food Giant. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people. The only stop you'll have to make for all your family's grocery needs. Caliph Battle on your home for Arkansas Razorbacks basketball, 103.7 The Buzz. Arkansas Brewskies is excited about their second location, and it's time to add to the team. Brewskies North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. To apply, drop by our downtown location and fill out an application. If you want to work in a fun, professional environment, this is for you. Brewskies North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. Apply in person at Brewskies Downtown. For more info, check us out online at brewskiespubandgrub.com. Brewski's, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair is not only truck and trailer focused. They service and repair all types of equipment, forklifts, boom lifts, excavators, dozers, loaders, and more. From warehousing to excavating, they've got you covered. Go see why Stacked is known for having some of the friendliest staff and most knowledgeable technicians in the industry. For trucks, trailers, RVs, material handling, or construction equipment, Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer in Whitehall. So have you been living life with pain and you keep saying, well, I'm going to go to the doctor, but I really don't want to do the surgery and I don't want to be on pain meds forever. Well, I have an option for you. It's called QC Kinetics. Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. I just had a buddy the other day that came up to me and he said, hey, look, I keep hearing your ads. I'm going to give them a try. What's the number? I'm going to tell you right now. 501-222-8440. Look, there is absolutely no reason that you need to keep living with all this joint pain. If you've got hip pain, back pain, shoulder pain, knee pain, you owe it to yourself to go by for this free consultation to QC Kinetics. There's people all over central Arkansas that are using QC Kinetics right now, and it's changing their life. It's giving them their life back. They use properties from your own body to heal your body. So there's no surgery, no downtime, and especially no drugs. Give them a call today for that free consultation, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Is your heating system ready for winter? Middleton Heat and Air is here to keep your family safe and warm through even the coldest Arkansas winter. Schedule a safety check for your system before it gets cold. Our experts also offer free estimates on replacements with no overtime rates from 8 to 8, even on weekends. See why we're the most trusted name for HVAC in the state. Call Middleton today at 501-922-3575. D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos, deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays, and DJs spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Complete, lots of room. Jaden Wilson's got a chance to go inside the 40, inside the 30, to the 20, to the 10. Touchdown, Arkansas. Touchdown, Arkansas. 
Isaac Tesla through the home run block. Jaden Wilson scores the touchdown, and they're excited at War Memorial Stadium. On 1037 The Buzz. It is a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. And if you want in on the conversation, you can call or text in at 501-661-1037. In fact, we were talking about Razorback basketball last night. Taking care of business against Alcorn State. And uh, moving on to 6-0 and against uh, Alcorn State. So, for, for whatever that's worth. But still, a uh, nice little performance out of Arkansas getting the dub. And in fact, from our Southern Structural Solutions text line from the 501, says... John, it was early, and it was Alcorn State, but 15 turnovers against what would some deem a lesser opponent is unacceptable. So, not that I disagree, but still early in the year. Still had a lot of different players playing, you know, different rotations. And I think it's good, but... There's a lot of truth to that, but when you come away with a win and the margin that they did, it is something that can be looked past, but could be a problem against better opponents. Well, what makes me feel also better about it is you had 20 assists. So you had 20 assists to 15 turnovers. That's a good ratio because uh, Alcorn State had 16 turnovers. They only had seven assists. So uh, if you can keep that ratio in check, uh, that's also really good. Because like Jeremiah Davenport, for instance, cracks me up. I love that guy. But uh, he uh, went did not have great shooting now. He went one of six from the field. Well, he also went one of six from three because that's the only shots that he took. There but, was a point in the game also where in the second half it was pretty much – even as far as points scored on both sides. Yeah, yeah. So Arkansas outscored them by 10, which that's a positive also where they come out in the second half and they don't play as well as they did in the first half, but they still outscored them. Yeah, still looked a little sluggish there. And, you know, Davenport had some really good passes. Uh, you know, that it was good to see also Trevor Brazil, what was it, like three dunks in the first, like, four minutes of the game it felt like. And that one where he uh, just yoked on that dude was was really cool. So that's what he does, man. He's just I like, oh, that's my favorite play. My favorite play Arkansas runs is when Trevin Brazil dunks the ball because it seems like it's pretty efficient and it works out pretty well. If he can just do more of that, that'd be great. Uh, but yeah, he's he's a freak athlete, man. And uh, love seeing him out there playing that the way he was. And uh, got a great season ahead. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, well, let's go to the phone lines and have uh, Razorback Bob in Hot Springs. What's up, Razorback Bob? Hey, good afternoon, John. Good afternoon, sir. Freaky Joe. Hey, what's up, Razorback Bob? John, hey, man, John, you, uh, in the last, I don't know, eight, ten years, uh, Joe has worn so many hats and has done so much for the buzz that you're going to call him Freaky Joe. you got to put that sir in front of there. <laughs> All right. Appreciate it. <laughs> hey, listen, guys, I want to direct your attention to something that I've been thinking about for, for a little bit. Uh, and after the Purdue game, <clears throat> I saw an interview with Trevon Martin, and he made a statement that Joe got me to thinking. He said, we are a team of tough guys. And I got thinking about that. And, you know, of course, there's you know there's uh, there's a lot that goes into a champion type championship type team. Coaching has a lot to do with it. Character has a lot to do with it. But there's three things that I think that that factor in when you talk about a championship team, and that's physical ability, you know, of course, talent, and and you got to be tough. But I got to thinking about the toughness part and the mental toughness that I believe this team has. The the will to win is has got to be built into where you'll go above and beyond. And I believe, Joe, and I believe, John, that this team that we're looking at mentally, the will to win is probably the toughest team that we've had since Cordis Williamson in that bunch. Now we've had we've had some great players. Jay Will was one of them. Isaiah Joe was one of them. And you may have two or three or four players, but when you got a team that is physically gifted, that's a tough guy, and but that is mentally tough. Uh, John, you may not know this, but two weeks after 
we hired Coach Mus on drive time. I predicted in four years when he's here, four years we'd win national championship. Well, I may have missed it a year, but I feel good about this team, and I feel good about this year being our year. But anyway, I just wanted to get y'all's comments on the mental toughness of this team, and y'all have a great day. All right, appreciate it, Razorback Bob. Well, by the way, we won't count the COVID year, so you still got time to get your prediction right. Um, but I know I've, I mean it's 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 to me it's it's fun to get excited about, and there's reasons to get excited about it. And but I just man, it's just so tough to like after seeing what happened last year and knowing the excitement that came along with it and the injuries and everything. Is the potential there? Absolutely. Is the experience there? Absolutely. Is the mental toughness there? I think it is because you have that experience of guys that have uh, played a major college basketball teams beforehand and uh, guys that have been on Arkansas before. But as we know, man, it, college basketball is just a crazy thing sometimes where you never know what to expect. You never know what happens in the tournament. You never know when you'll go on the road and lose to a team you should beat. It's just sometimes a lot of uh, a lot of unpredictability. But everything is in place, and I think the potential is there for sure for Arkansas to make this one of the more special years that they've ever had. There are players on this team that have played a lot of basketball. If you look at the entire roster, there's nine players that are either seniors, fifth-year seniors, or grad assistants. So think about that. More than half the roster is their older players all together. So that in itself can bring some of that toughness and mental toughness just because they've been in the game for so long. Yeah, it's like look at Tremont Mark, who I think uh, was what Razorback, one of the guys Razorback Bob brought up. I mean, that guy was at Houston. You know, playing significant role there at Houston. Kelvin Sampson's a heck of a coach. That guy, what he's done in every step in college basketball and, you know, making the runs in the NCAA tournament, you don't think that they had to be tough to play for Kelvin Sampson, to be tough to have 30-plus wins each year, to be tough to make the runs they did in the NCAA tournament? Of course they did. And that's where Tremont Mark is going to be able to help this team out, him and so many others. you got to be tough to play for Coach Muss and to play for Arkansas and to to play here. So I'm not gonna I'm not ever gonna be worried about this team. We'll see what happens when they get down, maybe in games, but I'm not gonna be worried about this team's mentality at any point. Uh, it seems like it's a it's a great spot and it's a in a great place. And even when we talk to L. Ellis, he, he's he's uh definitely feeling like uh this is a special team that could do a lot of special things. So I totally agree, Razor Bob. Let's go to Brent who's in Stuttgart. What's up, Brent? What's up, John and Joe? Sir, what's up, Sir Joe Franklin? <laughs> what's up, Brent? Uh, wanted to uh, ask uh, Joe. I saw yesterday before I get to basketball. I saw yesterday where uh, the receiver for the Steelers, I believe he played at Clemson. He played at Georgia. George Pickens. Yeah. Yeah. He, no, no, no. It just got reinstated by the NFL for uh, for. Dr- you know, was suspended. Martavis was Bryant, yes. Yes. He played at Clemson, right? Oh, yes, yes, he did. He did. Okay. So, how long has he been out? How long has he been out of the league, Joe? Five years. So, oh, wow. uh, five years ago, that was the last time he played in the NFL. Now, he just played in the XFL this past season, and with some of those spring leagues, he's had other opportunities, but... Yeah, he is getting some looks from NFL teams. He's 31 years old, really talented player. Wow, wow, wow. But this basketball team last night, I may be wrong, but I don't think we're going to have our uh, early January swoon this year. Mm-hmm. Never want to say I'll ever, be- but, I mean, I should, I don't think so either, Brent, but, man, it's, every, it's like a, it's a tale as old as time, Arkansas having a, a tough start to the SEC slate. Oh, oh, I I agree with you, but for some reason, you know, this team's about they're they're almost old enough to be collecting Social Security. You know that, right? <laughs> they're they're definitely they're, uh, they're veterans for sure. Well, the average age is probably twenty five. Well, I don't know if it's that old, but yeah, it's it's up in the it's uh, probably twenty two, twenty three, something like that. Yeah. But uh, what do you guys? What are we supposed to think about this Auburn this Auburn game coming up? I mean, I thoroughly expect the Razorbacks to win because I don't believe uh, Peyton Thorne can play dead in a Western movie. Brent, Brent, you've been saying that all season, and they continue to get better. They are getting better uh, right Joe, now. Joe. But I think we're getting better, Joe. I think, unfortunately, it took us to the 10th of the ninth week of the year to, to peak. 
up. At least we peaked, and I think we're we're headed in the right direction. Well, I, I can tell you this, Brent. I mean, yeah, I don't think the passing offense for Auburn's great. I don't. Uh, Peyton Thorne isn't great, but people may not realize that Auburn is one of the best rushing teams in the SEC. Uh, they they average almost 200 yards rushing, so it's like they got an element to their offense that can be pretty effective, and that can get after it against Arkansas. And also, another thing too that people may not realize is that Auburn's one of the best teams at causing turnovers. So that could be a factor into this as well. Um, and one more thing before I let you go. Don't you don't you wish we'd made the switch at offensive coordinator about three weeks earlier? <laughs> I wish they would have made it after they hired it. Can't can't do anything about yeah. that now, Brent, but move forward. I know I know you can't go for, I can't I know you can't go backwards. But uh, I wish we had I'm with you, John. I thought it was a good hire, but I think we should have seen quick that it wasn't and redo. Well, you know hey, what I mean? Brent, I can tell you this, and this is something I actually just learned a little bit uh, yesterday and had a follow-up on it, um, that there was some conversations about there being a change even earlier than what there was. There were conversations you know, about it, and they didn't do I'm, it, but there it was something that it was a long time coming, and now it just makes me wonder – if they would have made a move earlier, like they maybe originally first discussed, what would have happened? I don't know, but again, you can't look at it that way. Exactly, because I've heard this, I've heard the I've heard the same thing, John. That they talked about it for you know there was a possibility weeks before they could have done it, but you don't know. You can't go. Let's just move forward and win seven games. Uh, let's see. No, we'd have to go six and six, right? Yep, six mm-hmm. and six, but you're on track with the seven because if you add the bowl game, then they could get to seven. I'm not opposed to going seven and five. <laughs> or or seven and seven and six. No, seven and six. Yeah. yeah. Well I'm at this sorry. point at this point everybody if you go seven and if this point right now, if you go seven and six, everyone's signing up for that right now, no questions asked. No questions asked and Sam Pittman's coach of the year. Well, I don't know about all that. Right, right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe coach of the final quarter of or third of the season. We'll give him that one. But yeah, not all right, a, we'll handle that. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it, Brent. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, no, right? Because to me, right now, uh, if you're looking at the SEC, as much as it pains me to say it, if I had a vote, which I don't, but if I had to vote on the SEC coach of the year right now, I'd actually vote for Lane Kiffin. I really would, because last year. They had a great offense, awful defense, and this year they've actually really stepped up their game defensively, and they've got back on track. And I hate to say it, but I, that's who would be my vote for Coach of the Year this year. They they have a prove-it game coming up this week. They already they came up short in one test, mm-hmm. and uh, they, they actually passed the test against LSU, so they've had two games. So far, Bama-LSU, they split on those. They played Georgia this week, so it'll be another opportunity to see – kind of where they are yeah and i mean i'm not gonna pick Ole Miss to win that game but uh, if if they could find a way to do that then man that's it's gonna be a weird vibe just in the sec in general let's go to chuck who's in bryant what's up chuck what's up y'all what's up man hey uh, earlier caller was talking about the uh mental toughness of this team um I, i would think that the maturity of the team is probably more of what he's talking about. We haven't really faced any real um, uh, trials yet, but I do like the fact that some of the best players on the team are being asked to come off the bench, and instead of that getting in their feelings like it could have when you've got McDonald's All-American 18-year-olds that get into their feelings you know, for being benched. Um, these guys, they've been through it. You know, you know, Some of them have been they're on their third school by now, and they just want to find a role that they can play that's going to that's going to benefit them uh, in their career. Um, I was listening to the interview with uh, Caleb Battle earlier, and they were asking them like, you know, you know, okay, you scored 20 points and completely dominated the game, but you did it coming off the bench. And his response was, he trusts um, Mus's um, uh, program. You know, it's like it's a it's a proven program, so there's no reason for him to uh, to argue. Um, he, you know, however he can be a part of that winning team, he's okay with it. He doesn't need to be part of the starting five. And having players that have that kind of maturity and self-awareness is the kind of thing that is going to make us weather the storms this year better than previous years. I'm not saying anything. Well, clearly we've had some great teams, 
but a lack of maturity was one of our was one of our, our thorns last year. I don't think we're going to have that problem this year. No, I don't think so either. And in fact, yesterday when we had L. Ellis on, he he kind of said something similar, Chuck, of uh, you know the same you know with Muss and uh, how much he trusts the program. And one thing that he wants to be remembered by at the end of the year, he didn't say anything specific as far as individual accomplishments. He just like I want to be remembered as a winner because I want to I want to win, and that's why I came here to win, and that's why I'm under Coach Muss to win. So yeah, you feel like you got not only mature guys, but uh, a group of guys that are pretty selfless, and they just all want to be able to be successful as a team. Yep, that's right. All right, y'all, we'll pick. All right, appreciate it. Chuck, thanks for calling in. And uh, also just, uh, you know, hearing, I listened to a little bit of Caliph Battle, which I finally get used to calling him Caliph. I kept wanting to say Caliph, but it's Caliph, Caliph Battle. Uh, yeah, hearing him and, you know, things he said about the, the program and about coming to Arkansas and L. Ellis and what he said. I even heard some things about from Jeremiah Davenport. They were all, they've all been in from the get-go, and they're, they're excited about everything and, uh, just to, to see their roles that are, are defined and where they came from. It's like, you know, yeah, guys want to play, guys want to be successful, but they want to be a part of a winning program, and they want to they want to be a part of a winning team. And LLC even said that's one of the reasons why he came back to college because, you know, he didn't want his final year in college to be that one of Louisville last year where, I think, what was it, they won four games, three, five games, something like that. So, yeah, they want to be a part of a winning program, and you can tell by the maturity that they have, they feel like they got it at Arkansas. Uh, Savage is in Cabot. What's up, Savage? What's up, fellas? You know, you talk about things that trigger you, and as far as commentators, Bill Walton is at the top of my list of somebody I can't stand. I've got a new number one, and it's Manny Watkins. Oh, oh man. Wow. <laughs> what has Manny yeah. done? I, would, I wanted to talk about the basketball game. I don't I don't care about the audience shoes. I don't care about this this fly that just flew by your ears and the guy that's next to you. Talk about the basketball game. That's all I ask you to do. Commentate the basketball game. Have y'all listened to me? Yeah, a, a bit. Um, yeah, nothing has stood out from that standpoint where he's talking about a, a bunch of random things. Yeah, I'll be honest, Serge. Yeah, I, I get it's ESPN Plus. John, I need you to apply for this job. No, ESPN no. Plus. I would be horrible. Well, I, know, I mean, listen, if they, if they asked me to do it, I'd probably say yes for fun. But no, I'd be, I don't know. I, I would probably just state the most obvious things. I'd be like John Madden out there. He'd be like, hey, you know what? When, when, uh, when you know, you got uh, Caleb Battle over there open for three and he makes and it and he makes the shot, it looks really good. Like, I, mean, I would just be obvious about it. But I tell you what, I listen to, this is going to sound like I'm a company man, which I am, but I listen to the buzz, honestly, and Chuck and Z last night during the game. I just uh, have this thing where I sync up the audio with the TV and, and do it that way. Right. So uh, I didn't get a chance to hear Manny, but... Savage, now uh, that you pointed it out, we're going to pay more attention to it. Cause yeah. that, that, uh, Good, that's pretty man, funny. It's, it's just some random stuff. The job I want, guys, is that guy that sits behind Muss and moves that Diet Coke every time. <laughs> Give me that job. That's, uh, I, I want to know what that guy gets paid. That's old Mike K. Wood. That's the SID right there for Arkansas, yeah. Well, that's and that was funny too that you brought oh, that it. up. Yeah, appreciate it, Savage. Thanks for calling in. Uh, it's funny when you brought that up too because last night listening to the broadcast on the buzz, how many times like Chuck would be going through the game and then the call doing play by play, and then I would almost get like uh, shocked because suddenly the loudest noise would come through the broadcast, and what it was is it was just Muss who is st- he can see stand sometimes right there next to Chuck and Z, and when he's screaming. It almost feels like he's screaming into the radio microphone there too. So, uh, yeah, that that was that was pretty funny last night. But no, I didn't I didn't watch the television broadcast. But I like Manny. Manny's a good guy. I like Manny. He does he does his does a good job for what it is. But you know they're just trying to find local people that can do those things because it's doesn't pay a whole lot. And they're just like, hey, who's who's in town? <laughs> like, let's get him over there. Uh, that, that's an odd way to put it out there. Hey, we need somebody. Don't pay a lot, but we need somebody. We yep. gotta have it. Hey, you love basketball, right? Here's a free ticket to the game, and you get to talk about it. Like it's he it gives you that vibe. Because I think uh, Kiko Hadar used to do some of that too. Kiko did. Yeah. So they've had a few few players do it. Blake Eddins. Yes, dude, I loved it when Blake did it. I know he's a busy man and uh, can't get up there very often. But yeah, Blake. What was it? The Here Comes Santa Claus. He was waiting to say that one during those games. So yeah, I loved it when Blake did it. But still, just listen to the buzz. It's the best way to listen to it anyways we got more out of bounds on trigger tuesday and what's trending in the world of sports coming up next hi neighbor it's garen with shamrock roofing 
Insurance deny you coverage on that roof? You won't be denied at Shamrock. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof absolutely free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com where one call does it all. At Eat My Catfish, fall is our favorite time of the year, and football season isn't the only thing making a comeback. Available now, our famous shrimp gumbo and Cajun boudin balls make their return to the menu. Order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. ABC tomorrow. It's country music's biggest night. The CMA Awards, live. With performances by Luke Bryan, Lainey Wilson, Jelly Roll, and Kay Michelle. Old Dominion with Megan Maroney. Carly Pierce featuring Chris Stapleton. Kenya Tucker with Little Big Town. And more. The best in music! Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning host. The CMA Awards, live. Tomorrow, 8, 7 central on ABC. And stream next day on Hulu. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Thanksgiving is almost here, which means it's time to start thinking about your holiday plans. This year, save time along with the worry and hassle and let the team at Edwards Food Giant do it for you. Their turkey dinner includes the turkey as well as their signature cornbread dressing, giblet gravy, cranberry sauce, and dinner rolls. All fully cooked, homemade, and ready for you to heat and serve to your family. If that's not enough, their deluxe turkey dinner also includes sweet potato casserole, green beans, and apple pie. Now that's what I call a Thanksgiving spread. Click on edwardsfoodgiant.com to view their full menu and find out how to order your dinner. Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be a sign that your digestive system isn't working at its best? Taking Metamucil every day can help. Metamucil fiber powders help promote your daily digestive health using a plant-based fiber called psyllium. The gelling action of this special fiber traps and removes waste so you can feel lighter and more energetic. Metamucil, promoting digestive health for a better you. Learn more at metamucil.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I didn't ask to be thrown in the streets with nowhere to go, but I did ask for help, and Covenant House was there for me. One in ten young adults will experience a form of homelessness this year. For these kids who didn't ask to be put in this unthinkable situation, Covenant House is there, providing hot meals, a safe place to sleep, medical care, and love. They just really genuinely just wanted to help me succeed, and I'm succeeding. To learn more, go to safeplacetosleep.org today. It's fall. And you know that means schools are back in. Leaves will be changing soon. Oh, and it means football. Friday Night Lights and action-packed weekend. And Chris Crane Hyundai gets you there in style. And with plenty of room to bring all your tailgate gear and crew of super fans. Get America's Best Warranty 10 years, 100,000 miles. And Hyundai Assurance. Right now, get up to $3,000 off new Hyundais this fall at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway. And online at ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Chosen as one of Arkansas's best places to work eight years in a row, Rainwater Holden Sexton is hiring premier paralegals and legal assistants with an emphasis on bilingual Spanish-speaking candidates at all locations. Rainwater Holden Sexton's mission is to compassionately represent injured and disabled Arkansans. With generous benefits and competitive pay, Rainwater Holden Sexton is a destination employer hiring the best. We're also seeking bilingual Spanish-speaking attorneys to join our team. Apply today at callrainwater.com. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Y'all better put him in the Heisman. You better put him up there. I'm tired of him being number three, number four. We got that wood right here, baby. Somebody better look at this guy. He's the best football player in the country, and his name's not being mentioned. Lou Holtz, Mark May, number five. You better look at him a little closer. He's a football player. On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has best deals in the market, been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Red tag sale is going on at Guadney Chevrolet. 1.9% is available on a 2023 Silverado Crew Cab. And you can either get that or $2,000 
and total cash allowance. 2024 Equinox, 1.9% or $1,000 in total cash allowance. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guadneychevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade a vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Get a deal started on GuadneyChevrolet.com before making a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com and get a service scheduled today. They have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon. In case you can't make it throughout the week, it's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. It is a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds, and we are going to have Curtis Wilkerson of HogSports.com join us in about 15 minutes. And also, we'll have uh, Josh Braun joining us, thanks to Mad Black Allstate Insurance, in the 3 o'clock hour. So it's going to be a fun-filled and full show. So if you want to get in for your Trigger Tuesday, text in 501-661-1037. Also, the Asher Record Live fan feedback, doing it that way as well. But there are a few things happening in the world of sports, so let's go ahead and talk about what's trending. What's Trending in Sports is brought to you by Arkansas's own West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? I haven't talked much about it, and that's okay by me, but we still got to mention it. Last night, Monday Night Football, the Chargers take care of business against the New York Jets by a final score of 27-6. to It was a pretty putrid effort offensively by the New York Jets, but uh, definitely had some good plays there by the Chargers. Because uh, uh, I feel bad for the Jets' defense where Justin Herbert did not complete a single touchdown pass, uh, went 16-30, of did have uh, Eckler get two touchdown runs, but uh, had some offensive uh, gaps that led to some defensive touchdowns and just uh, really wasn't enough for the uh, the Jets to overcome. But, yeah, it's just still tough go for them. Uh, and Zach Wilson was only sacked eight times. So, yeah. yeah. Luckily it wasn't nine or ten. Thank goodness. Couldn't imagine what the game would have been like if that was the case. But, yes, yeah, not a not a great showing, but still uh, Chargers fan, nice little win, especially going halfway across the country and take care of business. In fact, is that the – is that the furthest that any between an NFL teams by chance, or would it be maybe? I guess maybe Seattle to Miami is probably the furthest. That would be it. Have to be it. But uh, yeah, LA to to New Jersey is definitely up there uh, into the mix. But yeah, not a not a great game for Jets fans, but a good one for the Chargers fans out there. Yeah, oh. Keenan Allen. Whenever you can put his skills on display, and then Austin Eckler, that's the way that team should play through those two guys. Oh yeah, and uh, their offense got a lot of pieces behind it too. Uh, and speaking of offensive pieces, and speaking of a team in L.A., this just broke a little bit ago, according to Adam Schefter, that the Los Angeles Rams are signing quarterback Carson Wentz. The signing comes as the Rams head into their bye week with Matthew Stafford nursing that UCL sprain in his thumb, who he was unable to play against the Packers. And so they decided to bring him in as he played for the Washington Commanders just last season. He was happy to get that call. Mm-hmm. Like, there have been available. a lot of quarterback injuries, so... It's a, it's a wonder that they haven't looked at more of the free agents that are out there. And speaking of other quarterbacks' news in the NFL, not surprising, but rookie Will Levis will be the Tennessee Titans starting quarterback for the rest of the season, Mike Vrabel announced today. He started the past two games with Brian Tannehill sidelined by that high ankle sprain, and he has thrown for 500 yards with four touchdowns and one interception in his two starts. It's good to see the young quarterbacks get an opportunity, and that's why some of those vets that are out there as free agents, they haven't been getting those calls because they are giving opportunities to the younger quarterbacks and they're making the most of it. So this is going to be part of my Trigger Tuesday, which I'll dive into a little bit more. But James Madison, which, by the way, shout out to James Madison. They got a victory in basketball last night over Michigan State up there uh, in East Lansing. So nice little victory for them. But also the football side of things, they got a really good football program. And they have once again made another plea to the NCAA D1 Board of Directors to reduce its, F, uh, its football program's FCS to FBS transition from two years to one because they're undefeated right now. People may not know that, but James Madison is undefeated right now, and they want to be eligible to compete in postseason in a bowl game this year because under the current rules, since it's only been one year, they can't. Not only that, but they couldn't even compete for the Sun Belt Championship 
if they went undefeated, which is wrong. It's so dumb. So hopefully they win that appeal. And the Sun Belt even came out and said that if the NCAA agrees to repeal it and say, hey, yeah, we'll make you eligible for a bowl game, the Sun Belt says, yep, and we'll definitely follow the rules and make you eligible for the championship game in the Sun Belt, too. That only makes sense, but it's not likely that this will happen. But if it does happen, if you're just going to grant a waiver to James Madison, you have to just change the rule altogether and just make it a one-year deal for any school that's looking to move up. Which I hope that they do. That they just it, it, I don't understand it. Like what? What's, what's the two years? Like what do you got to do for two years? Well, it used to be longer. It used to be a three or four year deal. I just man, I'm, I'm sure there's a reason why, but it doesn't make sense to they, me. They want to give them a transition period, oh. just to be able to compete on a certain level. Well, James Madison's proven that they can compete right now for sure. Uh, so speaking of them beating Michigan State in overtime, Michigan State was the number four team in the country, and uh, they won 79 to 76. But a lot of college basketball games yesterday. Not really uh, anything major as far as upsets besides that one. In fact, all of the ranked teams won pretty convincingly over all their opponents, Arkansas being, of course, one of them. But uh, you had Kansas take care of business against North Carolina Central. Duke beat Dartmouth. You had Purdue beat Samford. And uh, had Marquette beat Northern Illinois. UConn, number six team in the country. They beat Northern Arizona. So really took care of business. I was talking about this with a friend last night, though. Didn't they used to do it with college basketball? Not only a 24-hour college basketball thing, but I felt like the first opening games had a lot more, like, maybe not a bunch of them, but just more than just – I mean, I felt like there's no ranked big games at all yesterday. Like, none of them were. They used to do some neutral site-type games like that, but within that second week, that's when a lot of that will start because of these – early season tournaments. I guess so, because tonight you at least have a couple more college basketball games of note. Creighton, number eight team in the country, they'll be playing, but they're not ranked, but it could be interesting because Auburn and Baylor actually play each other tonight in basketball. That game's going to be on ESPN, and they're playing in South Dakota at the Sanford Pentagon. So you got Baylor and Auburn playing in South Dakota. So that'll be uh, interesting to see. And we know Baylor's a great program, but Bruce Pearl's always got a pretty tough team. So maybe that'll be... uh, That'll be a time, big, nice little start to them for, for the season. But it was pretty great, though, to check out the uh, college basketball games from yesterday, too. And also, uh, another thing, speaking of women's college basketball, how about LSU women? Number one team in the country, had all these transfers, had all these expectations. I know it's one game, but they got trounced by Colorado, who's number 20 in the country, a good team within themselves, but 92-78. Just uh, a prime effect. His daughter plays. <laughs> That's but but I, I don't know if she's actually playing this season, but she is a part of the team, and so she was a part of that celebration. But, no, women's college basketball got off to a good start yesterday with uh, Notre Dame and South Carolina oh, yeah. playing in Paris, and some incredible plays made in that game on both sides. Yeah, I mean, I know that... Uh, it's definitely the women's game has grown tremendously even over the past year for sure. Had KD and, and Magic Johnson commenting about that and where Magic said one of the best plays he's ever seen from any player. And he started going through a list. Steph, LeBron, whoever you can name. He's like, that's the best play he's ever seen. Well, that is a that is high praise then coming from Magic Johnson. So, uh, But we'll talk more about basketball, Arkansas basketball. Curtis Wilkerson will be joining us next on Hogsports.com. So stay with us on a Trigger Tuesday. You're on Out of Bounds. Cold beers on tap, the largest Irish whiskey selection in town, weekday happy hour, as well as college, pro, and even World Cup football games all on big screen TVs. Oh, and let's not forget the great food, great drinks, daily lunch specials, music on the weekends, and a private party room of Available with reservation. Well, of course it's Dugan's Pub, your 